0: Hello and welcome. You're listening to Dad's Gaming Corner, a podcast of conversations between dads and their kids about movies, games, and there's not much else in between because of COVID right now. We can't actually get out and do anything as far as movies, so it's about games and movies that we're watching at home and all that. So this is episode 21. I am your host, Michael Masic, and with me is my co-host, my son, Jaden. Jaden, what's up?
1: Nothing really, you know, just... Living life, nothing's happening.
0: Hey, I am really proud of you because uh, you general, generally cannot stay up to watch a movie past nine p.m. And last night you're up till eleven fifteen, eleven twenty, watching uh, the reign of uh, or reign of the supermen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great DC film. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about it later on. We're on t- today's show is all about the current state of Marvel and DC and our hopes and our fears of what twenty and twenty twenty one in the next few years look like. But we also have Joe Ochoa returning guest Joe how are you
2: I'm good glad to be back Third time I think
0: yes I'm glad to have you uh, we brought Joe into the show because uh, we've been in Jaden and I've been into and in the, the rest of my kids into the DC uh, the animated as far as the TV series go we love and own Justice League and uh, loved it Justice, Justice unlimited, League unlimited uh, Teen Titans not Teen Titans um Oh, what was it called? Young Justice. Young Justice, there we go. We just really liked the series, and we love all the Marvel films, um, but we never really watched any of the DC animated films until uh, you started showing them to me. I grew up watching some of them, like uh, what was one of the older ones? Uh, The Phantom Mask or something. Yeah, yeah. Batman, Phantom Mask. Yeah, love that one. And I actually saw that at a friend's birthday party when I was a kid. That's an old movie. Yeah, But I haven't seen any of the DC movies. Hold on. Microphone moving here. I didn't watch any of the uh, current DC films until you know you started showing yeah. me a few of them. Uh, which I think the first one was Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
2: Yeah, so you got a one?
0: Great one. So, anyway, we have a big show for you today. We're going to talk again about the state of Marvel in DC. Excited to look into that. But before we do, make sure to follow us on Twitter at DadsGC as well as Facebook.com slash DadsGamingCorner. And as always, drop us a line at HeyDad at com. So with that, dot .com, dot .com. So with that out of the way, let's look at just a little bit of news here. We only have five articles this uh, this morning as we were recording. Um, if I didn't say to the top of the show, this is for the week of Wednesday, May 20th. Can you believe we're already halfway through May?
1: That's just Today's insane. May, oh, no, Wednesday is May 20th. I was about yeah, to say. Yeah, we're recording for May 20th. Right.
0: But can you believe we're already halfway through May? It's just um, blows my mind. No,
1: I can't actually. That's Insane.
0: So Nintendo did something wonderful. They Nintendo sent us some love, and um, in, in the fashion that after we recorded last week's episode, later that day they dropped the trailer for the new Paper Mario game that's coming out. So while everyone else has breaking news, we're bringing it to you breaking news a week late. Darn right. So are. yes, it says the kingdom has been ravaged by an origami menace. Join Mario and his new partner, Olivia, as they battle evil folded soldiers, repair and damage landscape, and try to free Princess Peach's castle from the clutches of King Oli in this comedy-filled adventure. Uh, Paper Mario, the Origami King, that's the new title, will be available July 17th of this year for $59.99, and you can pre-purchase it Right now, so pre-purchase. Pre-purchase. I am really excited for this game. Um, I played some of the original, or the, the first several Paper Mario games that came out, and then I kind of dropped off. And then I played one of the newer ones. I really like the originals, and then a um, couple of the last, you know, the last few releases I have not cared for at all. Um, really looking forward to this game. It, uh, this has been a franchise. This has been one of the. Paper, this is been one of the Mario series, that's the word I'm looking for, Mario series that I like because it's funny. Um, it's not just good platforming like you see in the new Super Mario Brothers. Um, it's not just good 3D action like you have in like Super Mario Odyssey and Galaxies and all those. Um, the Paper Mario is a lighthearted RPG. Um, it tends to be real funny, lots of jokes, real witty comments and everything else. I'm really looking forward to this. And so, Jaden, I'm kind of curious how you feel because... Your first Mario game really was uh, the original. The first time, the original New Super Mario Brothers that came out on the Nintendo Wii. Yeah, we played that together. Uh, Do you remember Paper Mario back from the Nintendo Wii? Nope. Okay, so your not at all. Your big games was New Super Mario uh, on the Wii, and then jumping forward all the way to Odyssey, and then some of. uh, New Super Mario no, Brothers, I played Mario Deluxe. Run
1: on iOS. That doesn't count. I played that game. We're not a little no. Bit.
0: We're not bringing a mo- mobile game into this. That doesn't count. Uh, yeah, we're talking oh. just the series. Oh, uh, okay. So, being that you've played really just one of the new Super Mario Brothers until they brought it out onto the Switch, which was the Wii U Deluxe port, and then Odyssey. This is a completely different from Odyssey. I mean, you watched right. the trailer. What are your th- What are your thoughts towards this game?
1: It looks fun. I mean, I think it'd be fun. I I would wait till you got it, so I could watch you play it to see if it looks fun enough for me to get it. But it looks like it's fun. Now, I've how, been, yeah, but I've never played one. So I now don't know you love Odyssey.
0: Yeah, I really like. I mean, Odyssey's what for you? Like a nine out of ten, ten yeah. out of ten. Right. Yeah. I mean, really high up. Nine. Line. Nine. Yeah. So how would you feel about this news being released versus you know Mario Odyssey Two is being released?
1: Um. Well, it'd be different because I would know. I would know more what to expect from Odyssey Two, right? Because I've played Odyssey. I've never had a Paper Mario game, so I'm not sure what to expect from this one. I I can just go based on what you've said, you know. So I feel like I'd be I'm excited for this one, um,
2: but yeah, I, just, I but don't. You don't know, know what to expect, right? Right,
0: Joe. What about you? I, I we haven't actually really talked much about Mario games and you playing Mario games in general. So
2: well, I never played the, any of the Paper Mario series, but. I, started, I mean Most people start out with the original original Mario Nintendo, like the first one. The three was the one we played the most as kids growing up. Three was awesome. Then sixty four came out. We had Mario sixty four. After that, kind of really dropped off. I didn't start playing again till uh, the Wii U. I mean, to the Wii came out. When the, uh, the new Marbros came out. I, I bought that for my wife, and we played it together, so we enjoyed that.
0: So the Paper Mario series is a brand new
2: series to you in general, yeah. Like, and then I do have Mario Mario Odyssey, but I haven't played it. Oh, dude. You haven't played it? Gotta well, play Mario well, Odyssey. When I bought Cassie her Switch, it came with the game for free. Gotcha. I, I know she tried it, she didn't like it, and I just never got around to trying it. I think
0: she, I, I haven't heard of anybody not liking Mario Odyssey yet. So I think she just needs to give it a shot, like try it out a little more. It's so good. We talked about it on the show, but it's like one of those, it's one of the few games I've ever played. And I don't, I can't, I say few because I can't really think of any other game right now. I'm sure there has to be at least one. Where I found myself physically smiling while playing the game, there is so much joy and happiness in playing the game, it, especially if you grew up with with Mario, because there's so much. I grew um, up with him. it. Just he pay, was my it just my plays Back to it and refers you go back to it.
1: Play basketball to court every once in a while. Oh, and, really? Yeah, I grew up with him. I remember that. It was yeah, fun.
0: And I bet I bet he wiped the floor with you.
1: No, no. I
0: hear that plumbers have mad basketball skills.
1: No, no he wasn't the the sports mix edition. He was one of the older ones.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Was, I've seen Mario play. And soccer, yeah, no, and he's it, a mean it soccer player. Very cool. Uh, Joe, are you looking forward to this Mario game? Or are you just kind of like,
2: eh. I don't know. Uh, I think I, if you get it, I might try it out. and See if, I, if it's something worth buying. But I'm pretty reserved when I buy games. Like I like, the, right. I, I like to make sure it's a good game before I buy it, especially if you buy it at a full price.
1: Oh, yeah. See, he does not do that at all. He buys whatever he can find. That's not true. That's okay. not true. He buys whatever he can find that's cheap. If it's if it's under five dollars, he'll get that it is true. Immediately. that
0: is true. And that, there's a lot of indie games that I own that are really cheap, and there's even some third part or third party you know AAA titles um, that you know, they've marked them down. I've purchased them. So, you know what I haven't done though is uh, 2K's WWE whatever 2K oh, WWE um, fiasco. Yeah. I think that was the official title. No, I'm joking. But whatever. When it came to Switch, or they reduced it by like seventy five percent. I keep telling myself I'm going to pick it up just to see how bad it actually is. But then I remember all the reviews of how bad that game actually is, and then you look at it, and it looks so ugly. Yeah. But what we talked about the WWE Playgrounds or whatever. It's I don't know it's called so, Playgrounds, but it's something like I that. I am yeah. so excited for that game. That looks so good. I can't wait to play that. Yeah. Have you heard about that one?
2: I haven't heard that one. Have you- I haven't played WWE games since uh, maybe PS2. Yeah. But that's what I it guess it's more fun to play when you have like your siblings in the house with you. Right, you, you got people with you to play it yeah. and
0: everything else. Have you, um, do you remember NBA Jam back in the day? I remember. With it. the big heads and everything else?
2: Yeah, I remember. It. Uh, I never owned it, but my cousins did. And every time we went to the house, we would play
0: it. It was a fun game. Yeah. Have you played the more recent NBA Playgrounds? uh at, No. Current Gens? The, the last basketball game we ever
2: bought was the the NBA Two K. Uh, okay, the previous year. Gotcha. I, but I haven't played any of the batch. So ones.
0: the NBA Playground games is uh, they definitely it's a callback to NBA Jam. Big the bigger heads, but more of an arcade style of, of of basketball rather than the actual simulation. And so, but it's and it's great fun. Well, Two uh, K came out, and so they're skipping NBA. Um, yeah, they're skipping WWE. The, the, yeah, they're skipping. The... Was it 20, I think? I think
1: it was 20, yeah. Yeah, they're
0: skipping year 20. Like, they're, I think they're just trying to reboot the franchise. Yeah. And instead, they're coming out with a playground version of that game to where it's over the top. And you see the rock there with a bigger head. And it's... it's Think about NBA Jam. So you've got rock with a bigger head and all the other fighters. And it's more of an arcade style of wrestling game. It looks... It looks like you know just complete loads of fun. Like You can get yeah. in two, three, four players and just all brawl out. It looks good.
2: Well, it sounds like wrestling, wrestling is, is, is already over the top, so I think the game should be that way too. I think.
0: <laughs> That's a great point. Yeah, it's how, t- how do you simulate an over-the-top game versus creating more of an arcade style that any arcade game lends itself to an over-the-top, so it actually makes sense. We're really looking forward to that. We'll spend a lot more time on that than we meant to, so let's move on here. Uh, Nintendo says in other pieces of the news here that it will continue to increase the appeal of Switch of the Nintendo Switch Online service. So here's my question. What does Nintendo need to do to, in their words, increase the appeal of its online services? So if you don't know, or if you don't have Switch Online, what it gives you is that it gives you a, a library of NES games and SNES games that you can play. Uh, there's Tetris 99. There's a Kirby game. Um, it gives you... Uh, the the cloud saved backups and all that kind of stuff and it gives you access to online um, play not all not all but most online games require a subscription to the service and so I think for an individual it's what twenty bucks a year yeah, yeah, and man. then for a family it's thirty five bucks a year yeah. wow okay so Nintendo has has said this that they're looking to increase its appeal they talked about this last they said the same thing last year though so my question is uh, we all know Nintendo Switch Online is Almost like looking at a dial-up modem versus spectrum, you know, fiber compared to Nintendo Switch Online compared to like Xbox, you know, their online services or even Sony's online services. So, what does Nintendo need to do to overhaul this service to make it more appealing? Oh,
1: me, I know. They need to come out
0: with yes, you with your hand raised, more better games, more better. Re- well, I, was, I, ho- I hope your English teacher well, <laughs> is listening to this.
1: No, I was gonna say more recent, but then I also was gonna say better, so then it came out as more better.
0: So you want, so what is it you're asking for?
1: Well, because like I don't feel like playing those old games. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to play N sixty four. Like pfft. shut your mouth. No, How I'd
0: cool rather... would it be to have a sixty four like, library 64, on here. Like, like no. Eye, Mario yeah.
1: But Kart. see, y'all used to play that stuff, so y'all like it. But if I was paying for my individual, it's you said twenty dollars a month. I wouldn't pay
0: tw- year. Oh, a,
1: oh, a oh, year. Oh, it's,
0: it's dirt cheap. Okay, still. 20 bucks I, a year versus what? what's what's Microsoft 80 bucks a year
1: yeah it's
2: like 89.99 or something like that
1: yeah I, I'd rather spend $20 a year if I could have games that I would actually want to play you know because but like what what are you looking for more recent games that don't look like garbage are you talking about like uh, like Wii era games Wii I don't know everything I don't know <laughs> Just I don't want to play those old games and I'm sure there's I want new games. Tons of people
0: who don't want to new games. You got a new Paper Mario coming. Don't want
1: to play old N64 games like no one wants to pay okay, so, to play those okay. games. So
0: if they brought uh more games uh like from the Wii era to a virtual console like they're doing with the NES SNES if they brought some Wii games over same way.
1: Right. Okay. Just games that I have played because y'all like N sixty four because y'all have y'all played it, you know. Okay. When you were little, I
0: think we'd all agree we would like to see more games from a back ca- catalog. Nintendo has a an incredible back catalog of first party titles more than any other publisher out there. So, um, I know I would love to see a virtual, you know, N sixty four catalog come, um, as well as I would love a GameCube catalog. I mean, that would be great. But what are you looking well, for?
2: No, no, no I like to expand some of the older games too, because like because really. Like, our, our generation, we grew up playing the original Nintendo and Super Nintendo and 64 and all that. So, because so, I know it's like it's like some of the games I used to play as a kid on the original Nintendo, like they're not on the, they're not on the service. Like, because I use it, like, I I play like the Mario games and stuff like that. But they may maybe expand, may the library a little bit more. Mm-hmm.
0: The one issue with that is licensing. If it's you know if it's you know own license published by Nintendo, and so yeah. um, I, I can't think of any on the top of my head right now, but um. I'm sure there are games on the SNES that I absolutely loved, or even the regular. Well, take it for example, like Contra. I mean buy the yeah. Contra collection and get an, a, you know a really good deal with all those games, but those aren't owned by Nintendo. You know they're Capcom, or oh, I'm sorry, Konami, and so you, they couldn't bring those to the service. So there might be games that you're thinking of, or I to, or I could think of that they won't be able to bring to the online service uh, because they're yeah. not owned by Nintendo now. It's all a licensing deal. Yeah. Um, so outside of games, though, that we would like to see being brought, like more NES, SNES, um, getting some 64 games on there. I mean, I would love to get some 64 games on there. Yeah. Um, but even then, outside of the Mario and Zeldas, a lot of the games that I'm thinking about on 64, although, my gosh, I would, I would, I just, I don't know. I, I would pay whatever to get uh, Majora's Mask on the Switch. Love Majora's Mask. I lost my train of thought there. Um That's what I was gonna say, but outside of games that we'd all like to see, what else could they do to improve the overall appeal, like they're talking about? Uh, And one of my things would be the just the overall online infrastructure of how you look at things. Like right now, it's so basic and so simple; it's hard to find certain things. My, I loaded up. You know, we've been playing um, Jedi Fallen Order, and so I've been looking at, uh, at. I keep saying Best Buy. I've been looking at Xbox's online service. And it just it's like going to the mall. You just see so many things and games curated just for you based on games that you own. Um, I would like to see some I would like to see a complete overhaul, like change it all up. Make it know, more convenient. What what are your thoughts? What are you all looking for?
1: I mean, I think that'd be a good idea for them because I mean, people always like convenience and it always makes things easier, more efficient. So that, that that'd be good for Nintendo.
0: Joe?
2: They need to show like a, like a voice chat built in instead of having because I know. Oh my like, gosh! Like, for for now, we pretty much had to use your cell phones and call each other. That's
0: a taboo subject. You can't talk about that. The, the, the agents of Nintendo will come to our house, sh- you know, shove open the door and steal all of our recordings. Wouldn't we, that be cool? We're not allowed though? to talk about that.
1: Wouldn't that be cool though?
0: Yes. Yeah. No, you're right. There needs yeah. to be online chat built in. There's yeah. no reason why it's not there. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It's like you have Nintendo's infrastructure of online, and it's, like, from the 90s. It may, it just makes no sense. That's ridiculous. But what else would you like to see from their online services?
1: Movies.
2: I want movies.
0: Okay, that means, like, Netflix and Hulu and such. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's not Nintendo, though. Like, we need, they, they Nef- have we need Netflix. They
2: need to add more apps, Like like... They didn't make it more of an all-in-one like 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 what Sony and uh, Microsoft do. Have, like, so Nintendo system. came
0: out in the very beginning when the Switch was first being like right before it was being launched and after it was launched, uh, they came out very clearly and said this is a game, uh, this is a gaming system, not a entertainment system. Uh, we're focusing on games, and that's why they were so slow on allowing apps to be on there like YouTube and Hulu and things like that. They were very slow in that rollout because oh, this is right, right. this is for gaming. That's what it's for. Why? We're not weighing it down with everything else. Why? Um, Probably just to even more hone in and single in on their vision because the Wii U was just all over the place. It was a mess. It was a failure. Um, But now that the Switch is, you know, crazy, you know, it's everywhere, Netflix needs to come. Now, that is more on Netflix right. than on Nintendo. We can't blame Nintendo for that. But, um, no, I'm with you. I like to see more apps like Netflix and yeah. Crunchyroll and things right. like that come. Mm, crunchy roll. Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll, <laughs> Yeah. What else? Anything else for online?
2: Pretty much all I can think of. I can't think of anything even just like the major. I feel like we have a list yeah. of things that we could go and on.
0: And I've never
1: that. seen this or been on it, so I'm not sure what, like, I've, you know what I mean? Like, I haven't seen the layout, so I'm not sure what I think. I don't know what you're benefit. trying to say. The Nintendo online thingy, I've never done anything with that. Have you, You've you've messed with it, haven't you?
0: You do all the time. No, I don't. When you go to the eShop? I never go to the eShop. Well, you do on occasion. You go to the eShop. You know, that that just brought up, you know, probably my biggest complaint. Nintendo's online services is basically the eShop. Yeah, that's true. That's all it is. And when you go to to online for Xbox or PlayStation, it's this whole other, like going into a store.
2: Because you have movies, you have...
0: So many things,
2: songs, music, everything. Nintendo
0: is just—it's just very. I'm not saying I want movies and I want songs. Um, although I wouldn't mind them supporting apps that do support that. I'm just—I just feel like they're missing out on so much right here. So anyway, let's move on here. Um, Star Wars Episode One Racer was set to be released uh, May 12th, but it was delayed. Now this is a big deal to me personally. There may be a lot of you listening who don't care about this, but I was really looking forward to this game. So Star Wars Episode One Racer was a N64 game, um, and in a generation or a time, or I guess it's been, you know, multiple generations, where most games based on movies tend to just stink and are really, you know, just shallow, uh, this game rocked. Did you ever play this game on
2: 64? Uh it- is it the same as the Pod Racer game? Or? Everybody,
0: yeah. Everybody calls it the Pod Racer game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. yes,
2: I played this one. It was, this is really enjoyable.
0: So good, so good. And what was interesting is that this game was delayed. So it was supposed to be coming out to PlayStation Four and Nintendo Switch on May twelfth of this year, um, but then was re- but then was delayed the day it was supposed to be released. And so it's supposed to be released. I'm on my Switch. I keep refreshing the eShop trying to see if it's been released yet. And then I see a news article saying. It's been delayed because the developer quoted uh, work from home requirements, which we know has been an issue for most developers out there. Um, But now it looks like it's going to still release in May. We're just not sure the actual date yet. So it's still coming out this month, but we're just not sure what day yet. So um, I'm super stoked for this game. Like this will be a day one purchase for me. I can't wait to get back in there and play multiplayer this game. This is a fun racing game. Uh, Joe, do you have any memories about this game that you want to share?
2: No, it was just, just a game I played a lot of, but uh, usually, uh, usually racing games were car games. This is the only one that wasn't a car game that we played. <laughs>
0: that was basically... You know, we have an episode coming up where we want to look at uh, just racing games in general. We want to look at you know, th- you know what what we, fit, in our opinion, is some of the are some of the best um, like authentic simulation racing games. Like, I mean, honestly, I think Forza automatically, yeah, automatically wins the... that. But then also look at kart racers. Again, Mario, kart. Mario Kart. All right, that's the show. Mario Kart's already won that there one. Go. And then you know, but but then look at the different kind of racers out there. You know, and I, this is one of those I think that um, a lot of people have forgotten about. But man, I can't wait to play it. I just can't wait to
1: play oh, it. Speaking of racing games, uh, Micah was on the Xbox yesterday and he was playing a cars racing game, and it was actually very fun. So. We have to talk about that one because I didn't know it existed. We have that exists, on Xbox? I guess. I mean, probably. You get like... You're, you
0: you have yeah, are on sale, I pick them up.
1: Yeah, and you used to have the Xbox Live or whatever it was. We gold, still do. Gold, whatever. And so you, don't you get these games every month or whatever?
0: Uh, the free games?
1: Right. Yeah. That's probably how you got it.
0: Um, I thought Cars was on um, the Switch as well. Only so you what, I'm, I'm going to look that up here in a second is that I don't like
1: how things. the drift feels. It feels weird. But well,
0: see, you're comparing it to Mario Kart, though. Okay, this is not the racing episode, so we're not talking about this. Okay, oh, yeah. All right, last two pieces of the news. Uh, now, this is a rumor, but it looks like uh, Sony's annual Days of Play promotion is has been scheduled to return on May 25th. Um, during E3, Sony would also hold their own separate online deal of of their. It's called. Um, days of play i had a mind block there called days of play and with e3 being canceled and everybody doing their own online presence now it's been people have been asking well when is sony doing their days of play has it been canceled has it been delayed it's rumored to come out may 25th so it should be the end of this month so if you're a playstation fan um that's the time to do it sony always does really big discounts on their games during this time so if there's a game that you're wanting on playstation uh give it a give it a week or two and see what kind of discount you get Coming up on May 25th. And then lastly, the Xbox Series X production has begun, um, as far as we know. Uh, there's a lot of reports coming out that production has already begun. The Xbox Series X is currently scheduled to release uh, for the holidays of 2020, and it looks like uh, the uh, production has begun officially. And that's what we're hearing and seeing in the industry. There is, however, still a lot of concerns around because of COVID 19. Um, is this going to be coming out in the holiday or is it going to be pushed back a few months because of, you know, everything production issues, you know, a lot, so many factories have been closed down and then just recently have been reopening, but with limited, um, uh, capacity, li- lim- limited, um, occupancy and things like that. Right. So, because for example, um, I have the animal crossing switch, you know, that came out and since day one, my, the right joy con just slides off. Um, since day one, it just slides off. Yeah. You don't have to push the button or anything else to do it. it. just slides off. And I've actually have have picked up my Switch a certain way and almost dropped a Joy-Con on the floor and things like that. Uh, I'm sorry, almost dropped the Switch on the floor. I had dropped the Joy-Con because it just slides off. So I called Nintendo, um, I think like three weeks, four weeks, after I owned the Switch or something like that. Um, and they said, okay, we'll, we'll document it. That way it's 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 on file that you have this issue, but we can't do anything about it. We we can't repair it. We can't exchange it because everything we have is closed down. <laughs> so all their factories and everything. Wow. So there are concerns around the you know PS5 launch, the Xbox the Xbox Series X launch because of COVID and everything else.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think uh, Microsoft should hold off on it because you remember with the 360 they had so many issues that when it came out they don't want to get that reputation reputation again of a uh, having a bad product.
0: You know, I'm glad you brought that up because I had that thought earlier and I forgot to include it in the show notes. Um, if the, if the console is completely ready to go, mm-hmm. so, so I guess here's the question. If it's completely ready to go, um, launch. If there's delay in architecture and still working on the console, by all means, delay. Um, but if they have limited quantity, like let's say they only have a third of what they're wanting, um, do you think they'll still launch uh, for the holiday or do you think they'll wait? Because if they launch, then the shelves will be sold out. Yeah. Um, should they go ahead and launch, or should they wait till later on? Or I say wait. But here's the thing. I mean, there, it's going to be Sony versus Microsoft. And so if Sony's launching, Microsoft's going to launch. I yeah. mean, they they can't afford yeah. to miss the holiday season, especially if Sony's right there.
2: Well, as long as it's ready to go and there's no issues with it, go ahead and launch with what you have. But if, they, if they're rushing it because of this and they're losing some stuff from it, they're better, they're, better, they're better just holding off because you don't want to release it and have it not work, right? Right. So, Joe,
0: just uh, as we finalize this this part of the news here, are you? what are your thoughts on the PS5, Xbox Series X? Are you looking forward to... Are you, will either one of those be a day one purchase for you?
2: No, uh, usually like the new launches I hold off because usually the first generation of them, they always, that's when all the issues are out. So I I usually wait. Then let all the bugs work out. Then usually I'll, I'll buy like a year later.
0: I, I'm I'm in the same boat. I generally buy a year later. Um. Unless it switch, the, the only console I bought. Well, yes, the Switch was a day one launch for me. Um, the when the One S came out, um, I did go out and buy that almost immediately. And that, and, but the main reason was that um, I was able to do a killer deal. I was able to to sell my Xbox One, like the original Xbox One, yeah. and then um, I think I paid like seventy five bucks out of pocket. Oh wow! Yeah, I sold my Xbox One on Craigslist, um, and then I got my S. Uh, I think at GameStop or Best Buy, something like that, because they had it on sale or something. I don't remember how it was, but it worked out really well. So, yeah. anyway, okay, well, it's enough of that. Let's move on to what we've been up to this week, games we're playing, shows, movies that we're watching and all that. So, Joe, why don't you kick us off? What have you been up to? What games uh, are you playing?
2: I just recently bought uh, the Assassin's Creed Bundle: the Black Flag and Rogue. I haven't played Black Flag since the 360, so I've been replaying it again, and it looks really good on the Switch. I like it, like... It's very smooth. It's very, the gameplay works out well. And the, the graphics look pretty good on it, so I'm enjoying it.
0: Um, it looks really good. When Assassin's, not Assassin's Creed, when uh, Assassin's 3 came out on the Switch at first, a lot of frame rate issues. It ran real sluggish, a lot of problems, uh, but they fixed it. Uh, they've uh, patched it a lot. It runs great now. So when they announced uh, Black Flag, which is that for?
2: I think it's the fourth one. Yeah,
0: black fra- black frag, black flag. Plus,
2: what's the other one? Came with the rogue. Yeah, which, which I have not played yet. But it I'm going
0: looks to. great, and I wanted. I was I was cautiously optimistic about it until I played it on your switch, and yeah. I just want to play it now. Yeah, like, but I haven't bought it because I'm like I've got to really beat fun. three first, and then I want to. Then I want to do Black
2: Flag. See, I, I played the original Assassin's Creed. I didn't play two or three. Then I went straight to Black Cells. So i'm enjoying it it
0: looks really good um i I don't know it's that's one of those series where i own one two and three all on xbox and i never played any of them worth worth anything like i think i played one or two maybe 20 minutes but then i backed off because i had other games to play and i you know those are games that i picked up on sale for like 4.99 or whatever like five bucks um so assassin's creed 3 is the first one that i've purchased that i was like okay i'm gonna put time into this, but then I got distracted by other games. Black Flag has always been the one I really want to play because of all the the naval combat.
2: Yeah, there aren't too many games that have have a naval combat like that. I think you you, you might be okay just going going straight to four because it'll keep you entertained longer. But will
0: I want to go back and play three if I've played Black Flag?
2: I'm not sure. I haven't played three, so I can't tell you about that, but Mm. I know four is really fun. Black Flag is really fun to play.
0: That's my thing because I... I don't wanna I don't wanna skip three. Um and I don't and I would like to play four. Like I really wanna play it. Um, but I, I don't wanna I, I wanna be able to go back and play three. And so it's almost like I'm I'm keeping four in front of me like a little bait saying, You know you want this, you know you want this, but you gotta beat three first. You know you want this, but you gotta beat three. Yeah. I don't know. But it looks gorgeous. Like I'm really surprised. Yeah, looks, and does it, it play really
2: well? well? It's a, it plays well still getting used. It's a little different from the 360. I think it's, it feels a little bit more sluggish, but I think I'm just still getting used to it.
0: Very cool. What else have you been playing?
2: Uh, about Mortal Kombat. I guess the new one, the 11. I still haven't gone through the tutorial yet. The tutorial is pretty long, so I'm still going through that.
0: That tutorial is, I mean, it's they do a really good job. But man, it's long. When I first yeah. got the game, I'm all about, well, the first thing I do in any game is you go into settings. And I'm just curious, am I the only one that does that? Yes. Do you? Yeah, do you no. The, every time it. I get a game, and I was talking to Sam, uh, you know, he's been on the show before, our friend Sam, and I was talking to him. He does the same thing. The first thing I do is the very first thing is I go into settings. And the main reason for that is that way back in the day, the default settings for games, you know, once they gave you, you know, the Y axis, everything was inverted. And so no big deal. And then this new generation of gamers come along and they're like, oh, I inverted's. Doesn't make sense, so they changed it. So now every game by default is not inverted. So I have to go into every game, change the settings. Yeah, but I do that. The two I, settings yeah. I change real fast is that I always go into a game and I change it to inverted, and then I always go to the volume because um, to me most games, maybe it's just my own hearing, but most games, the voice acting is not mixed in well, and so I have to go yeah. in there and I always turn down uh, like like the music down to like seventy percent, and then uh the voices to 100 percent, so i never miss that yeah. um i don't know why maybe it's just me but it seems like the voices are always you know it's not mixed in well so but i always check the settings of every game yeah i mean I why are we talking about settings what I'm got not, us on that i don't know um
1: <laughs> i i don't know what it means i mean i i check them just to you know because i switch it to inverted um that's pretty much all i do in the settings so i switch the y-axis to inverted but i don't do it like as soon as i open the game like i wait a little bit to just explore uh, the game thing.
2: a little bit first thing no, see, I can't play inverted. It just, it just throws me off. Like I've mm. never played inverted. There's
0: a scientific fact, uh, um, uh, not fact, um, reasoning and logic behind the difference between inverted and non-inverted players. And basically, uh, um, the way it, it... There's a great little YouTube video on it, but what it says is, you know, like this pen. If this pen was a character in the game, if you're playing... If your play style is that, that you want to play um, standard, non-inverted... It's because you see the character through his own eyes, and so if you want to look up, you push up to look up. Um, if that, that makes sense, like your 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 thumb on that on the analog stick is right behind his eyeballs. Let's look at it that way. Yeah. But if you play inverted, it's because you see uh, your view as the back of his head. So your thumbs on the back of his head. If you want him so, to look up, what do you do? You pull back. You pull back if you on want his him hair down, then you put put down, and then
1: you pull up on his hair. That's how I think of it. Yeah. Exactly, or like, like a exactly. plane.
0: If you if you had if you had like an action figure, your thumb's on the back side of his head, right. so you pull down inverted to look right. up and push. But if you don't play inverted, it's because you're th- it's like you're looking at it in his eyes. Yeah. And then you're pushing up to look up and down. It's it's a really cool I mean, that's an oversimplification. The YouTube video is great. Um you ought to check it out. So why we play inverted versus uninverted. I don't know how, how how well it actually holds up to you know, but it, it makes sense when the guy describes yeah. it. So anyway. All right. We're just going all over the place this morning. Jay, what have you been playing?
1: Um, Animal Crossing, New Horizons. Uh, of course. Yeah, you know. Um, And then Mario plus Rabbids still, working my way through that, I think. So I just I redownloaded that.
0: I just redownloaded uh, Mario plus Rabbids because you and Jay, uh, Caleb been playing it so much. I was like, I've got to get back into it. I never beat right. the game. I got close to it, but I never beat it. So are you, are you actually... Because, see, you, you, you're you always saying, you don't know oh, me. I
1: have to get back into this game. You don't But know then me. you don't. So you know are me. you gonna?
0: I'm going to. Are
1: you looking forward to it?
0: I'm really looking forward to it. That's good, I because I want to play the Donkey Kong expansion. Yeah,
1: I, I, don't. you have that. Yeah, you have it. Yeah, I, I don't have know. it. Um, I think I'm on the fourth world right now. I'm either on the third. I'm either at the end of the third world or the beginning of the fourth world. I think I'm at the end of the third. But how, how close did you get to beating the game?
0: I honestly don't remember. I need to load up my save game and go from there.
1: See, I always thought you beat it because you just like you stopped playing it one day. So I was like, "Oh, okay, I guess he's done." I know I didn't know you didn't beat it because we yep. even you and me messed around with the the two player mode. Um, didn't yeah yeah that's you and me. We messed around with the two player mode a little bit. So I always thought that you beat the game because you were messing with all this extra stuff. Um, so are you are you gonna are you gonna resume
0: the game? you I'm had? gonna resume. I'm not starting it. You're over. not starting I'm it resume. over. Yeah. It's 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 it's. Like second nature. It's XCOM. I played so much XCOM and I've played so much of this that I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. So speaking of XCOM, I am so excited. I'm so excited. Bioshock, Borderlands, XCOM, all coming to Switch this month. Woo! Woo! Maybe I can get some early Father's Day gifts from everybody I know. <laughs> I want this collection. I want this collection. I want this collection. There you go. Oh Joe, have you have we talked about that? Are you excited the, about any of those coming to Switch?
2: The, the way we talked about the way we talked about Bioshock. I want to pick it up because oh. cause I know you and then Sam have been talking about how great it is. And I remember c- coming out on the, on the, was it Xbox or 360? 360. 360 was the first game. I, I just never got to play because oh. like, I, I saw the gameplay. I saw a trailer, like, like It looks like something I'll, I'll be into, especially it's kind of like a like like a thirty areas like a thirty areas theme, but it's like in the dude, future. Dude, it's
0: so good! It's so good! It's it, it, it's my one of my favorite series of all time. When it comes to first person, it's not a really yeah. first person shooter, but it, but I mean, it is.
2: It is. It, is it a shooter or an RPG?
0: No, no, it's an RPG, but the it's a very much a um yeah, it's an RPG. So it,
2: it's kind of like the Fallout. Oh, dude, it's, it's so good! It's my
0: favorite series. If in that, because it, it's it's like a RPG, but it's not like a JRPG. It's like an RPG in an FPS. Style kind of, but man, it's good. It's it's scary. There are bosses that are easy, and there are I mean, sorry, there are, there are characters that you're playing with on normal difficulty. and You're like, eh, they're not too hard. And then you get to like a big daddy, and it's like this thing is insane. It's going to kill you. Um, I mean, the game is scary at times. A lot of jump scares. It's 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 a dark storyline. It's so good, so good. Cannot wait to see how it runs on Switch. I'm hoping. I mean, it sh- there's no reason why it shouldn't run good on Switch. Yeah. Um, even the Bioshock Three. Um, that one came out on the 360, so I mean, there's no reason why these games shouldn't just completely shine and look gorgeous on the Switch. Yeah. Anyway, Jig, uh, Okay, that's anything else you want to add to what you've been playing?
1: No, that's about it. Just those two games. Just going back and forth with those.
0: Okay. Um, I've been doing Animal Crossing as well. Um, I have to say, I've kind of backed off my Animal Crossing playing. Um, I've got 100, and, I don't know, 50 hours in, or whatever. And, uh, I thought
1: it was more than that. Is it?
0: You go and check. Yeah, let me see. But I've kind of taken a a step back. Uh, I will say, I you know, I think I talked about this last week, but I turned my, uh, I spent 1.1 million on bells. Um, yeah. on, that's on a lot of bells. Yeah, I'm sorry, on turnips. I spent 1.1 1. 1 million bells on turnips, and then turned around and sold them and made 5.8, 5. almost 5.88 5. million. And this time, I spent even more on bells, and I'm looking forward to seeing. I can't turn that and make a huge profit.
2: Yeah, I think this week is the first week I ever bought turnips, so I'm going to give it a try. I think I bought 2,000 of them, so I think I spent like 200,000 bells on them. So we'll Nice.
0: Those. Talk to me once you've sent a million bells on turnips, then we'll talk. <laughs> uh, I've also been playing a lot of uh, Travel Mosaics, uh, a Paris tour, and as well as Roman Holiday. Um, we're going to do a review of this, of this game uh, next week, and so I've got enough hours into it, um, the different games, different modes, and uh, we're gonna do a review of it next week, so I won't talk about it much right now, but I will say this if you like Pit Cross at all, you need to buy Travel Mosaics. Even if you've never played a Pit Cross game, uh, Travel Mosaics, the first one is five bucks on Switch, and then two and three are both, uh, I believe, $8 on Switch. This should be a, a go out and buy right now. Travel Mosaics, I'll put a link to it in the show notes. Buy this game. Joe, you should already be downloading it. I don't know why you're not. Oh, because you don't have your switch. Yep. How do you come to a a gaming podcast and not bring your
2: switch? Well, I was at morning, Dude. I had,
0: had to drop my daughter off. Mm-hmm. So, I hear excuses. It says you have 185 hours or more, by the way. Oh, in Switch? How many does mommy have? that's like the ongoing thing that we're talking about. I think she has two fifty? Dude, my wife is out gaming me. Like uh, even each week now. She's yep, putting the more hours into games every week than I am. She's out gaming
2: me. Yeah, so that's that because I remember you always talking about how she's on there so i clicked on her on her profile and i see her hours was, was like 250s what would you say how many does she have 250 or more
0: dude she's going to clear 300 by the end up, of the week she's catching up to me i'm yeah. only like, a five,
2: like 500 she's going Sky to outdo Raid, you she, in she, Skyrim. she's she, she going to pass me on Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay uh, i've also uh, been playing more of streets of rage 4 we have a review coming up that on that game here real soon um we've got an episode coming up where we're just going to talk about beat em up games in general um, really liking Streets of Rage. I talked last week about how I figured out that new mechanic, not a new mechanic, but it's a mechanic in the game where uh, I basically grabbed a pipe, I threw it at a guy. Like I was uh, it's, a, it's a beat-em-up game. I love beat-em-up games. And I've got a pipe, and I'm just beating on him, smashing on him. And as I'm beating the guy, I throw the pipe. Uh, and like in any other game, it would knock him over and fall down, you'd pick up another game. I threw the pipe, it hit him, ricocheted, and I caught it in the air and started fighting the next guy sounds pretty fun. It was so cool. And so we're going to do an episode on those games. And then last uh I've been playing The Tourist. Really digging this game. Um one of the things about this game is that it doesn't hold your hand at all. You don't know what to do. Um really I liking hate those it. Kinds of games. I I I can't explain it at this point, but it is um it does have some very lighthearted I guess I'd call it RPG elements, not really. Uh, you go to different islands and you solve puzzles and you gain new features that you need. And, and um, we'll talk more about it once I have more time into it. But right now, I'm really liking it. I thought, I thought it was pretty good. So, what about uh, movies, TV shows, anything new that y'all have been watching or um, you just want to mention?
2: I just signed up for uh, I guess Crunchyroll, that subscription. Mm-hmm. I, I, I bought their, the larger service, the VRV one. So, it comes with the, like four of the channels.
0: Oh, I don't. Yeah, I haven't seen that uh,
2: one. It, it was only like like, like two dollars more, so I got that. But I was watching. So I started watching some new animes. I think started uh, one called Konosuba. Mm-hmm. It seems pretty good. Like a, kind, of, kind of a comedy, but like it. It's it one of those fantasy ones. We get summoned to another world and stuff. Oh, that's like cool.
0: That. Now, do you have subs- Do you have a subscription to Funimation or just Crunchyroll?
2: I uh, have Funimation too. That's gonna. I think expires later this year. I'm not sure. if I knew it or not yet. Haven't decided, but.
0: The main reason I went with Funimation over Crunchyroll is that Funimation had more. Crunchyroll definitely has more anime than Funimation, but Funimation had more dubbed. Um, See, but
2: I signed up with this, this expanded service, and it has another HD uh, channel on there, and they have a lot more dubs on that channel. Okay, so
0: very cool. So I need to check that out. So what what are you watching currently on uh, Crunchyroll? Uh,
2: I, I just finished Colonel Suba. I started uh, one called uh, I think it's Tanya like the the saga of Evo Tanya. it's it's, it's kind of like a, a like a World War Two type anime. Like it seems pretty good, so okay. I'm enjoying that one right now. I'll
0: check it out. I just actually speaking of anime, I just finished up uh, season three of Castlevania. Um, See, so yeah,
2: I need to start season three because I love one and two.
0: The last couple of episodes, I don't remember if it's the last one or the, or the second to last, but the last the last three episodes get really dark. Um, and there's definitely some mature content in there that you've got to like advert from. Um. But up until this point, it had—I mean, it's been—it's been—it um, is dark as far as you know the killings and whatnot. The story has just been incredible, in, absolutely incredible, and so I can't wait for season four to come out. So, really liking that. Jay, anything that you want to mention?
1: No, not, not not really. No, except
0: for it's taking us forever to get through Doctor Who because of Caleb. Yeah, I blame Caleb
2: because he's never. Ugh.
0: I really want to get to season two of, of Jody Whittaker, but we've got to, like, come on, Caleb, push through. I know. so yeah.
2: see, I still haven't seen the Doctor Who's. Dude, you have got to watch Doctor Who. Well, I, I just restarted watching Deep Space Nine, which is like no, the best, it's the best no Star Trek's. Yeah, one,
0: one, I, uh, I disagree, but no, we've we've got to get you started in Doctor Who. I, here's what we need to do, Jay. We need to find. Um, I used to say Blink was the great, probably the best episode for as a as a one off. Right, I disagree. Oh, because there are so many episodes from. Um, Matt Smith,
1: what you disagree with yourself?
0: I used to say that, but I don't, <laughs> I, don't I don't I don't agree to that anymore. Okay. I mean, it's an incredible standalone, but the quality, man, Matt Smith, that first season of his, it, the I mean all of his, but that first season, the writing just jumps. Yeah. I mean, it's so good. Um I want to find an episode of Matt Smith's and and let him watch it. And you know what I keep thinking of? What was it called? Is the episode called A Town Called Mercy? Yes. Oh. I think that'd be a great stand-alone that one's episode. Really good. And so that's what we need to do. We need to watch one standalone episode with you yeah. and, and and get a taste for Doctor Who. Well,
2: what, 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 Best
0: favorite show of all time.
2: Is it on a streaming service right now or do I have to buy the um, British
0: one? They're on... It used to be on Netflix, but they, I don't they, think it is anymore. It went off on of Netflix. I think it's on... Is it on Hulu? A, Amazon Prime. It's on Prime. Okay. It's on Prime. Amazon. And I, I know you have that because your wife buys a package every single day on Amazon. Yeah. So anyway, all right, so uh, that's enough of what we've been up to. Let's go ahead and get to our main topic, and let's talk about the current state of Marvel and DC. And the reason um, that we're talking about this is that Marvel has pretty much ruled the cinematic universe as far as movies in general. Darn right. Um, There have been very few movies um, outside of things like Star Wars and the occasional Disney or Pixar film. And even then, I don't know if they're hitting those numbers. Star Wars does. But I don't know if even Disney or Pixar are hitting the, these numbers that Marvel's hitting. Um, and even if it's a film that's low expectations, like um, what was the latest Spider-Man Homecoming? Yeah, it wasn't home. It was Far uh, From Home. Far, far From, from home. home. I loved Far From Home. But that ridiculous. was one that people were looking down. I mean, they didn't really, there wasn't high expectations for it. Uh, it still, I mean, did amazing. But you yeah. look at some of the releases like... Um, Uh, We'll just look at the actual Avengers film with Endgame uh, being the last one. It's just the money that they're bringing in. Movies aren't doing this. I mean, Marvel films have been huge. And then you look at DC and what they're doing with their cinematic releases. You know, uh, Wonder Woman, fantastic. We're not going to go through and rate the films. But then you look at Marvel, I'm sorry, DC, and you're like, really great. But that was after some really, you know, underperforming films like Batman versus Superman, which, I mean, I can enjoy the story, but again, it doesn't compare to some of the things that Marvel's producing. Uh, And some could argue because Marvel's been producing more DC's whatever, but it, there's such a state of flux where you've got uh, DC doing really good on their animated films versus their live action. And then you've got Marvel doing really good in their live action, but now they're in this brand new generation of live action because in game, was the end and now they're going with a brand new, you know, brand new cast, brand new movies, brand new vision, well, I brand mean, it's new direction. Not completely brand new cast. Cause we've seen these
1: characters in a few movies before, like Captain Marvel, Spider Man, yeah, Falcon. They,
0: they've all been okay, so so maybe we just kick it off right there. You just said it. Say that say that again.
1: Captain Marvel, all that Spider-Man, again. Falcon. Okay. Captain Scarlet Marvel. Witch.
0: Hold on. Captain Marvel. And then you said Spider-Man. Um, Spider-Man. Okay, let's put those on the shelf. Now name everyone else. Falcon. Weak. Go again. Scarlet Witch. Okay.
1: OP.
2: Okay, go on. Um, she's not very popular, though. No, no she's not.
1: Um, uh, what's his name? Vision.
2: He's dead, though. He's
0: oh,
1: dead. Oh, you're right. Gosh darn it. I forgot about okay, that. Okay,
0: so let's look at the reality, the ones that they're bringing out. Okay, Hawkeye, uh, <laughs> the weakest Avenger, in my opinion. Yeah. Black, hey. Black Widow. She's dead, cou- though. Really, she died, but they're doing they're doing they you know prequels, which you know I the oh fir- Guardians of the Galaxy. I, well, hold on, yeah. So let's just talk. Thor's about, still here. Let's just talk about those. I mean, yes, Thor's still here. Um, but Marvel is now having to pull from their back catalog or doing prequels because they killed characters off. Yeah. Black Widow, and I, I know I'll get hate for this, but I'm just gonna let's, I'm just gonna call it for what it is. Um, she's a trained assassin, and she's a very good trained assassin. That's all she is. Hawkeye, he's great with a bow. You break his bow, he's not really worth anything. He can yeah. fight. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> say it with a straight face. You can't even say it with a straight face. He can face. fight. <laughs> I mean,
1: he's not like super strength, but he can fight. All right,
0: so where is the state of Marvel and DC? And let's go and just start with Marvel because Marvel has okay. been so big for so long, um, and now they're having to, it almost feels like, I mean, I know they're starting brand new, but it's almost like scraping the, the bottom of a barrel. That's how it kind of feels. Right. So, Joe, what do you what, what's your opinion on this? Well,
2: I saw that, that. I've seen that movie lineup. Like, really, it doesn't. Like, yeah, the new lineup. I saw the new lineup. Like, none of the movies excite me at all. I, I, really? I, I don't think it's gonna be. I think the next phase is gonna be kind of weak. I think the best bet is to try and reboot the X Men franchise and start using those characters because they're, uh, they're, they're they're well known. They're loved. They, yeah. they, they, might, they might need to try. I don't know if they're gonna go with the same actors or just completely recast everything. But I think that's hold on. When you to say the
0: same character. Char- uh, like, uh, Character or actors are you talking about the ones from the already reboot yeah, of the, the time the, change the
2: one from i guess the fox marvel that, that, that they own now so i don't know if they're gonna bring them over or they're just completely reboot but i so, think they need to work on redoing the x-men
0: here's the problem x-men have never been really big as far as the theater goes i mean they, they've had good successes but not great uh when you go back to the ones you know the older ones that you and i watched yeah um i mean they're, they're good films I didn't care for the third one as much. I thought yeah. one was really good. I thought two was good and then it just went down. Then they had the Wolverine movies and you had the first one that was, you know, made blockbuster hits. Yeah. And then they kind of trickled on down. Yeah. And then Logan came out, which was popular, which I still haven't seen, by the way. Um and then they just then they rebooted the whole franchise. It seems like it it really feels like when when these these um, stories, when the writers Lose ideas or run out of, I'm sorry, not lose, run out of ideas. Or like, what? What do we do? Ah, alternate timeline. Yeah. Now let's reboot everything. And so, Days of Future Past, one of my favorite movies yes. ever. Um, but again, even those, were there three or four of those films?
2: I believe there were th- three of them. And three. Then, and then they, D-
0: Days of Future Past, and uh, then was it Apocalypse?
2: Yeah, the Apocalypse was the next one. And
0: the third one was. Was
2: it, was it Dark Phoenix? I believe.
0: Dark Phoenix was yeah, th- that the third? it was the third one. Like we're missing one in there, but anyway, those did a similar thing where they were really good, and then it came down. Yeah. And did we see Dark Phoenix together A Rise of Dark yeah, Phoenix? Yeah, together. It was okay.
2: It's okay, but but you can tell they they kind of knew it was over, and they kind of just mowed it in.
0: But why? See, what I'm saying it's like it's like they threw it out there half baked, saying you know we're gonna you know
2: yeah because like because like because like, you remember you watched the animated one in the 90s like that's like a really good saga. The Dark yes. Phoenix. Yes. Like I think they didn't do they didn't do justice in the movie. Like it's something that that should have been like a two or three movie like story arc,
0: and that's kind of where I'm at. So, Marvel, I mean, the lineup that they have. Okay, so so some of the movies coming out, they've got Black Widow. They have. I just thought of
1: Black Panther and Doctor Strange. Black Panther did amazing, so they're going to be coming out with more of those movies. Right, Doctor Strange is still here. Yes, they've
0: got they've got some good players coming out. No. but even then, Doctor, Doctor Strange—that's been kind of a mixed bag. I really like Doctor Strange, but there's yeah. a lot of people who didn't really care for his character, I you know, in it. general.
2: But even then, like Black Panther and Doctor Strange, like they're they're lesser known characters. Like they're big now because they were part of the Avengers movies. But even then, like like most people do not know who the villains are for either character. Like just they're not very strong right. characters. So let's
0: look at a, a list of upcoming um, Marvel films. And again, we're not going to comment on each one of these, but just an idea. So they've got Black Widow coming up, The Eternals coming up um shang chi uh and the legend of the ten rings i know nothing about that one doctor strange in the multiverse of madness i'm looking forward to that one it means dr strange yeah. um another spider-man sequel that's coming out uh thor love and thunder that yeah. one's gonna be big i mean you just know that one's gonna be oh, big. Yeah. yeah um black panther 2 you know that's gonna be big captain marvel 2 that one should be big gardens of the galaxy volume 3 that should be huge um, and then you start going down. You've got Blade, uh, and you've got oh, a yeah. lot I of these s- other standalone I don't know what ones. Some of those are, yeah. Um, and they're pulling from some older characters. And it, and again, here's the thing. These could be really, really good. Um, but when you saw Captain Marvel, the first, you know, the, the original, her debut, um, it was I, I enjoyed it, but you definitely could tell, okay, there's there's some new writing coming in here. Yeah. So with these upcoming films that Marvel has, there's definitely a new direction. There's new writers coming in. And I'm just curious, are they going to be able to maintain, maintain. the momentum that, that Marvel's had so far in dominating the box office? Or are we going to hit some major duds coming up?
2: But even then, like, like Captain Marvel, like, she's nowhere near as popular as Iron Man or Captain no, America no, was. No. Like, really, the only one that had this popular is Spider-Man. And
0: but... you can't even argue <laughs> the fact of, well, it's her first film because yeah. when... If Iron Man, I, I would stand and say if Iron Man 1 did not hit it as big as it would, we wouldn't have the universe yeah, that we have today. That is very as.
2: true. Like, because they started off and they didn't, they didn't have a plan. They just were, they were releasing a superhero movie. But Iron Man took off and it just kept building and building and building. Right.
1: But yeah, I don't know. I'm scared.
0: So, 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 let me ask you this. What are your hopes? Just if you could sum it up, what are your, some of your hopes? As well as some of your worries as far as Marvel, as far as their, you know, their action cinematic universe.
1: Um, okay. Well, Marvel has been great, you know? So I think they, I think they have a good chance of continuing to be great, even if some of these characters aren't as popular or as cool or whatever, or well-known, you know, as Iron Man, Captain America, Hulk, because everyone knows those. Like you, like, even if you don't watch Marvel or into that at all, you know who Iron Man is, like. You know who Captain America is, that's stuff. So these characters aren't as well known. But I mean I think the movies still have a good chance of being good quality movies because it's still Marvel writing them. You know what I mean? Right. So they probably won't be as popular, but I think they'll still they hopefully they won't just crash and die. But they're
0: gonna have different writers, different producers, than the ones that we've seen that have been blockbusters. Right. And and there's a and there's a and you can look at that, you can't just say, Well, it has the Marvel sauce on it. Well, no, hold on. We'll talk about DC in a second, but you look at DC and they've had, you know, they had, you know, Man of Steel. Then they had uh, Batman versus Superman because that's the reboot after, you know, the other um, Christian Bell Batmans, which were phenomenal. Yeah. But then you have these other ones that come out that aren't hitting really. Even though I enjoyed the stories, they didn't do it real well. Then you have Wonder Woman that comes out of nowhere and just blows everything at, yeah. the competition out of the water. So just to say it has the Marvel sauce on it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be great. I don't know. Joe, what are your yeah. thoughts?
2: No, I agree, cause, especially because I, I, I know that Kevin Feige, the guy in charge of Marvel, I know he's moving over to Star Wars now, so I'm not sure.
0: So excited.
2: So I'm not sure how. So I'm not sure if he's still running Marvel 2 and Star Wars. So if he's divided between both franchises, is he going to be able to give the attention to both of them? That I
0: mean, mean, ultimately, it's Disney. Disney owns everything. And so Disney yeah. can say, hey, work on the Star Wars and then oversee this Marvel. Maybe that's what he'll yeah. do. Maybe he'll be more of an oversight yeah. for some of the Marvel films coming out.
2: We'll, we'll see. But like, but like I said, like the... This new franchise of Marvel movies, like none of them excite me. None of them got me like like the Thor one, kind of. But that's because uh, Chris, Chris Hemsworth, like he's basically yeah. with a good Thor, and they they're using some of the older characters. And I know they're meshing him with Guardians of the, of the Galaxy. So Guardians of the
0: Galaxy. The, the two I'm looking forward towards the most would be uh, the next Thor and then Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, those I'm really looking forward to. Um, but the, you, I mean, we've talked about it. there's a lot of movies coming out from Marvel that are standalone. They don't build on anything. Um, so it's, it's, they really are, it's almost like, okay, let's recreate this and let's hope that the hype from the original Avengers, you know, films keep moving forward and we'll, we'll see. So it's all going to be up to the writing. It's going to be to the writing, to the actors, to the, you know, the, the producers on this. And so I'm just I'm kind of curious, uh, let's shift gears here a little bit and go to DC and then we can come back if we need to. Um, so just uh, DC, I, I don't know what their problem is because here's the thing. Uh, growing up in the 90s, uh, late 80s, early 90s, you know, mid-90s, um, I loved everything, almost everything animated coming out. I mean, they just, part of it was that I was a kid, uh, and the other part of it was, you know, it was good. Um, current DC, how I say current, going back 10 years, looking at uh, DC's lineup as far as animated uh, TV series, like Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, Young Justice, I mean, the list goes on. I would say is some of this, some of the best comic writing out there. Um, Justice league. I keep talking to people about it with kids that you you need to watch justice league. It's so good. Um, We watched it. We bought it. It's two seasons and you've unlimited it's two seasons. um, So good. And so you have, you have DC making these really great TV series. I mean, really solid TV series. Um, And then you have them jumping into movies and, the first thing that I remember of of uh, d c movies would be you know the Batman films, and so yeah. with Michael Keaton, you have the first Kim one, Martin, yeah. pretty pretty dark, but it's good, and then you got the second one that got i mean it's still i mean it's okay, but it got weird yeah and then from then on was i think there are five you go you have the third yeah. one and the fourth one and you what well, you have batman batman returns. Um Batman Forever,
2: right? I think Batman Forever's Batman in there, and Batman and Robin,
0: and then, and then um, um I think there's one more. But anyway, they got they got hokier and hokier and yeah. hokier. Uh I mean it's just I don't know. They just it became more of a lighthearted joke and less of it. This is a serious, yeah. fun, explosive film. They didn't do great. And then you've got you know the three that came out from Christian Bell which I think are phenomenal. I mean, I think the third is the weakest out of the three. Yes, yeah, sure. true. Um, it's still a good film, but it's the weakest. One was a great reboot to Batman. Two is incredible. The Dark Knight is just one of the best Batmans ever. And so you, those are good. And then you have a, you know, a standalone Superman mixed in there, which was yeah. um, uh, not a great film, but I thought it was a great tribute to Christopher Reeves himself. I mean,
2: what wa- yeah, uh, w- Superman Returns.
0: Yes, watching Superman yeah. Returns and then... His mannerisms and everything—it's just like the original Superman that I grew up on. Yeah, I wouldn't I, even mention those. No, no, I was to say
2: like that. That was from the eighties or seventies. Like, like the character, like he played him like so well. Like, Great, you can tell that's the same universe.
0: Yeah, he personified everything that Superman is. I mean, full of strength, but so humble and just truly caring about the a, a single person with their cat stuck in a tree. Yeah. You know um but then so you take that and you take those films and then you're like okay now we have modern cgi we've got good special effects and all these kind of things and they come out with man of steel and i felt that like with man of steel it was the first time they really showed superman in his full strength and everything that he could do I and mean, it was just a really cool action film as far as that goes but it still didn't hit the quality of, of most of the marvel films and then you have batman versus superman and it gets even worse ratings. I mean, it's way down yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and then you have Justice League coming out. And it's like, okay, it's, it's a little better. Um, and then you have, you know, I know I'm skipping these a little bit out, out of order. And then you have Aquaman that did a lot better than most of the, the recent DC films.
1: Yeah. I liked Aquaman. Um, it,
0: it, was, it was a fun, lighthearted film. Uh, still didn't hit it out of the park. And then you have you know Wonder Woman that completely hit it out of the park. We'll talk about that in a second. And then you have Shazam. Did I miss any?
1: Oh Shazam! I forgot about Shazam. Shazam. Shazam
0: was great. It was funny. It was it was probably the first one that felt like you stole some ideas from Marvel yeah. on what makes a good film. <laughs> they brought in a lot of humor, yeah. which which you look at the Marvel Marvel films, relies the a ones, lot on that. Yeah, yeah, the ones that really hit out of the park, they do great. Has a lot of humor mixed into even if it's a dark film, there's there's some humor in there, and it, and there, everyone's there in it. Jokes everyone. There's hope in the sense of darkness. And with DC, and this is I want to hear you all where you stay after this with DC even in their darker films um like the the newer ones there's like Batman versus Superman there's not that still that lighthearted of you know the good guys can prevail um even when what was the one right before Endgame on Marvel um infinity war infinity war thank you that ends on a very dark note yeah like what's what's up it was still an incredible film and uh-huh. so What's up with DC making these incredible, you know, uh, you know, uh, animes as far as, you know, TV series go, um, incredible DC movies that we haven't even talked about when it comes to the animated films that, you know, most of those are just incredible, incredible stories. Um, um, what, the, what, what was the one, uh, the Flashpoint Paradox or the... Right, yeah. Yeah, the,
2: the animated one. The, yeah, is that what it's called, it's, Flashpoint it's, Paradox? It's, it's yeah. Flashpoint, yeah. Oh, my goodness. That, that movie really good. is
0: so good. Yeah. That's an animated one. Then you go to the very next one that officially starts the new... Um, Phase that we're in right now with the animated films from DC. Justice League War, incredible. And then you watch that one, and then there's like, what, 10 films, 11 films, whatever. And then you get to The Rise of the Supermen, and that's right there. It's like you have these two bookends of Justice League War, and you have that one. And
2: then then you have a couple that are standalone, like like Batman. There's a lot of standalones there.
0: and And again, these are amazing, but they can't seem to translate this magic sauce they have on the anime over to live action. So what what's going on? Yeah,
2: I was there too because when they when they when they introduced the brand new animated universe with war, like, they, they did a, they did a so much better job than what they did with Justice League. Justice League, it, it, like, you can tell the, the movie was rushed, and I know I know like behind the scenes the story was changed because the original event was supposed to be Apocalypse, and then they changed to the other guy. I forgot what was his name like uh, what was. What was his name? I don't uh, remember. Changed it to him, and then it just it was <laughs> supposed to be an epic two part movie and then they just crammed it into one movie and put it out there
0: but even then it wasn't an epic one part movie no no, it was not I mean you take the first Avengers (laughs) film the first Avengers film was like
2: oh my gosh yeah I remember you remember the excitement like because we have never we we had never seen there hadn't been before like all the heroes in one movie it it was exciting like everyone rushed to go see it it was
0: So why can't we get the same story writers and producers that are on the animated side over to the live action? You should action? ask them.
1: Write them a letter.
0: I mean, what what's going on? They're hitting it out of the park. I mean, some of these animated films, I mean, Jay, you've watched uh, most of them with me. Yeah. And, I mean, even the ones that are dark um, are like, did they just actually do that? <laughs> uh, but the stories are solid. I just watched The Killing Joke, um, which isn't one of their higher rated ones, yeah. but still I was – the Joker in that. Yeah. I mean, one of the best jokers I've seen. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, some of these films are just I mean they're so good. is there just is is, is there just such a separation between the live action and the animated like, that they're they not have talking to do at all?
1: Is take the animated movies and just replace replace each character with the live with an actual actor and make it live action and just keep the same in movie and just, just do that.
0: I mean, is it the producers? Is it the writing? I mean, what's what's going on? They're still based on comic books. What's going on?
2: Well, I, I I think maybe the animators, the animators do maybe is more controlled by the comic book division than the, the, the movie than, than the live action part might be more. It's more, more more Warner Brothers Studios. So I think maybe the maybe the producers, the directors, they don't want to give up control to the comic book writers. Maybe because I, I know like the animated ones, like I, I know I know that they follow the comics pretty good. Or or they consult the comic creators a lot to help to help help keep it lined up. Right. I don't know. I it's ridiculous. It makes me mad
1: sometimes.
0: So I was just had a thought. So Spider Man into the Spider Verse was an animated film. Right. Okay. So they had all these Marvels coming out, and then they shocked everybody in bringing out a animated film in the middle of yeah. nowhere. Uh, it grossed one hundred ninety. 190.2 million in the United States and Canada, 185.3 million other territories for a total world, worldwide gross of 375 million. Again, Marvel made a film gross 375 million and it was an animated film.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, this it was a good So why really isn't movie?
0: DC bringing their animated films to theater? Because <laughs> all of these that we're talking about are direct DVD releases or yeah. DVD that's old
2: or streaming service.
0: Yeah, streaming, Blu-ray, whatever. Yeah. Are they afraid that they're not going to make money because it's it's not live action? I mean,
2: what I what's their problem? I don't know, but, they, but that's like they do they do an excellent job on the animated universe for whatever reason. Like I guess the live action, like honestly, like each movie seems seems like they're writing it on on its own and they're they're kind of making it fit together as they, they go along. Yeah, I guess because I know like they they've constantly changed the person in charge of the I guess the live action DC movies. So, well, that's so their they, problem. They, like, know, yeah. It keeps
1: switching around. You got to stick to something.
0: Because here is the thing: you look at Justice. I am not say Justice League. You look. I am just l- looking it up right now. You look at most of the animated films from um, you know, the DC animated movie universe, uh, like on Rotten Tomatoes or whatnot. They're all high scoring films. And then the yeah. latest that just came out this month what was it May tenth. I am not sure, but it came out this month. Justice League Dark: Apocalypse War. It right now is sitting at a hundred percent on critics, ninety two on viewers. That's higher than. That right there is higher than most Marvel live action films. Yeah. So why isn't DC bringing these to the big screen?
2: Well, I think it's just a studio because uh, even even because I, cause I just watched the the, the the Mortal Kombat animated movie they did that Warner just released, and the, it is so good. Like like the storyline is so good. Like, like I guess they're starting a new like Mortal Kombat universe. Like like the storyline is awesome. Like I want to see. Like, it. Like it looks it, good. It, it, it's, it's, it's 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 a little uh, gory, a little bloody because it's Mortal Kombat. It's going to be but story was so good
0: my concern with dc <clears throat> excuse me i don't know if this is confirmed or or what joe you may know this is that they are they are continually rebooting the universe yes and so we're on our what this next batman is batman movie? batman number what yeah. this is batman number this is batman number 78 yeah, coming it, at us a
2: different actor different vision yeah and then, but they're still bringing out the wonder woman movie Which is the other universe.
0: Yeah. So, so let's, let's, we didn't do that, but let's look at those real fast. So, here, here are the upcoming. It's
1: like, it's like you have a box, a puzzle box, but you mix the puzzles together. So, you have like 50 different puzzles and you're trying to put it all together. And
0: every time they get close to having a good movie, let's throw another puzzle box in. Exactly. So, here are the upcoming uh, DC live action films. So, you've got Wonder Woman 1984 coming out. Really looking forward to that one. Yeah. The Suicide Squad. Uh, the Batman, which again, this is going to be the fifty eighth Batman right. that we're going to see on the live screen. Um, there's an untitled Black Adam movie, Shazam two, The Flash, Aquaman two, The Trench, Batgirl. I mean, there's just, and it just goes on and on. Green Lantern Corps. Um, there's right and there, now a lot of these, some of these are confirmed, some of these are speculations, not speculations, but some of these are they're on the horizon. Uh, DC's looking at doing them. If they actually get to that point, we don't know because it's all going to be based on the success of the movies that are going to come right before them.
2: So it probably won't happen. DC's got a bad <laughs> track record. Yeah, and then, and then they still have an issue with uh, with Henry Calvin Superman. They still haven't they still haven't re-signed them yet, as far as I know.
0: Are they going to re-sign him? He's yeah. been my favorite Superman. I don't know, like,
2: Oh I, yeah, I, I, I think like he's like the perfect actor to play that role. Are they
0: trying to re-sign him?
2: I don't know what's going on. Like I'm hearing different stories. Some some say that he wants more money. Others say they want to take a pay cut. Like-
0: so he he went on record. I mean, this has been what one or two years. I don't know. Covid's messed up my timeline. I don't. Yeah. I feel like I'm in an alternate timeline now. Right. But um, he went on record before The Witcher ever was in, even announced yeah. for the Netflix or for Netflix. Right when uh, it was being rumored that Witcher was coming to Netflix, he went on record saying uh, that he would drop Superman in a heartbeat to go to go play Geralt and for The Witcher. Yeah, I remember reading um,
2: that. He's a huge fan of the franchise. And,
0: and as far as I know, The Witcher did real good. And so they're already, they've are already they already scheduled season two. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be doing season two of that. Now that's, what, how many episodes was that? Eight I episodes, it, 12?
2: Eight or nine episodes. I think. Eight or nine
0: episodes. So he could definitely do that and Superman yeah. at the same time. Uh, would he?
2: I'm sure he would, but they're going to have to pay him. Cause, cause yeah.
0: And that's the issue I have, is that... We may we may get a new Superman, uh, Wonder Woman. <clears throat> Wonder Woman was very good, and so if they come out with another Justice League movie here in five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years, whatever else, they're not casting the same Wonder Woman. Yeah. It's going to be too long. They just they just can't. Right. And now that we're on our seventy fourth version of Batman coming to the film, it's, I mean, yeah, it just, it's it's a big mess. Like, you can't get behind a character emotionally and say, man, I mean, Wonder Woman right now she is so good. I don't want to see anyone else play Wonder oh, yeah, Woman. She's really good. She yeah. is Wonder Woman. She's like Iron Man. That yeah. you, you, you can't bring right. in another Iron Man. That is Iron I Man. I mean, he looks like the comics. Like
1: <laughs> you can't just change him. Same he thing for is like, like Samuel L. Jackson
0: as Big uh, Fury.
1: Fury. Like that's him. You yeah? know. I don't know. It's it's scary.
0: So, what are your hopes for DC? Do you have any hopes for DC or is it more of just a, well, they have two movies coming out that I'm looking forward to and the rest is a, a crapshooter. I mean, what are you well, thinking?
2: I don't know. I don't know if they can fix it because they've dug themselves to a pretty good mess because they have, they have this universe they created and then they have this, like the Joker standalone and then Suicide Squad. I don't know if, the, I don't know if Suicide Squad is part of the universe, or if they're on their own. And then, The new Batman, like, is it part of this universe or is he is it a new universe? What, what was
0: the latest Suicide Squad to come out? Birds uh, of Prey?
2: Uh, I think it was based on. Oh, Harley program.
0: Quinn Birds of Prey. Yeah, that's what it was. Did you see it?
2: I did not see it, but.
0: Uh, I was so disappointed. Hey, well, so I, disappointed.
2: I saw a trailer and like, it, just, it didn't excite me. It was so to it.
0: disappointing. I mean, that's what I'm saying. So look at the recent ones coming out, that one, uh, and then the actual Suicide Squad, which is okay. It's okay. But man. they're all just okay. They're all mediocre. They're, they, they don't stand on their own. Uh, Wonder Woman was an anomaly. I mean, she yeah. comes out and it's just phenomenal, and everybody's talking yeah. about it.
2: Yeah, and the same thing with Aquaman. But really, I think that was good because because uh, the actor's name again, uh, Jason. Uh, Jason uh, Momoa. Yeah, because yeah. he, like, he's become he's become a really good actor. I remember seeing him in Stargate back in the day. He was okay, but uh, he's progressed. He's got he's kind of like a Dwayne Johnson.
0: So I would argue yeah. that I would argue that you have his acting and then the humor that was in the film. Mm-hmm. And if you take those two elements out, that movie would have been just yeah, it was okay. Yeah, like the sto- underlying story.
2: Yeah, the story was so so. Exactly, but you had a really good. Yeah, he 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 played the role really good.
0: And like, with Wonder Woman, you had a good story, good producer, great actor. Yeah. All right. So where are we you, DC? More.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, like I, I don't know. Like
0: Jaden, I I weep for your generation.
2: It seems Thank like you. the only choice is a reboot. And just start over. Again? (laughs) We're going to do another (laughs) reboot.
0: And then you have Wonder Woman talking to... And that's the thing. Oh, my gosh. I mean, think about it. Wonder Woman, they they do another even remote cross tie, like uh, the latest Spider-Man that came out, you know, Far From Home. And you have a little bit of, you know, some of the other characters, like Nick Fury coming in, a little bit of Iron Man coming in because of, you know, past stuff. What if there's a small crossover... With you know the new Batman and Wonder Woman coming in. What is she gonna do? Hey, I saw Ben Affleck who worked out for the series and or for this movie. Now I see you. Who are you, Shrimp? I mean, I'm just <laughs>
2: saying, what well, it's not gonna the, the chemistry's yeah. not there. Or even, yeah, you remember Shazam, the insane scene at the end, Superman, they they cut his head off, he couldn't even see who it was. <laughs> that <laughs> I, I, I was saw, like, it's such a mess I read somewhere. I wanna
0: throw my headphones against the wall right now. It was a while ago. It was
1: it was a while ago. I read somewhere, it was a, it was just a rumor that Michael B Jordan who is Killmonger in Black Panther? Yes, I read going to be in the new Superman. And um what, what okay, are your thoughts? Room,
0: rumors are over. We know who the new Superman's going to be. It's what's his face from um from Twilight. It's, what's his name? No,
2: he's Batman. Oh. oh,
0: Batman. I'm sorry, Batman. Oh, yeah. Superman.
2: Yeah.
0: I've already given my thoughts on this. Yeah. No.
1: No. Why no? He could be Superman. He, at least he worked out for the Killmonger part, unlike this Batman.
2: Uh, I don't know. They're just changing it too much. Like they need they need some consistency. Like like y- yeah, they need one person in charge, and he needs a plan going forward to try to organize it, bring exactly. it together. But the the, the way they do it now is kind of like a move, like movie movie move by committee. Like there are exactly.
0: It feels like there are so. Here is what it looks like. There are so many. DC writers and producers cuz producing is a big part of it. Yeah. On their on their live action and they're in a giant conference room and they're saying, "Let's throw up every idea we have." And then they're saying, "Well, let's just start connecting dots even if they don't make sense." And you have these movies that are half-baked.
2: Yeah. But even but I think something that helped Marvel was that they still had Stanley. And he was still alive. He he was someone they could go to like, "Hey, what do you think about this?" How much interaction
0: wow. do you think he really well, had I'm
2: sure he, sure he didn't have any power but he had like so he was like a sounding board I think like they could talk to him like hey maybe, maybe you can try right. this
0: alright well I think I mean we've we've kind of really walked this into the ground here yeah. <laughs> um, I love the DC animated films I want to see that in their live action
2: yeah so pretty much like if you want a good DC animated universe, uh, universe watch the animated series because it's much better they're than live incredible. action they're incredible and so
0: start with Flashpoint Paradox, and I think if you start there, move forward, anything, even if it's in that same timeline or not, or some of the Batman spinoffs, you're going to love it. Yeah. I didn't, the first one that I saw of, of current gen would be, or, or was, Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah. Turtles. I saw that with you, yeah. Joe. I was like, there's no way I'm going to like this film. <laughs> this just sounds ridiculous, and it was amazing. It was funny, but it was a good story, and I and at the end I was thinking, why isn't this on the silver screen? Why is this just an why is it just an animated thing that is at home? And so yeah, all right. So so just real fast. I mean, we've already spent a long time on this, so I'm just curious. Uh, favorite Marvel and DC character and why? Uh, Joe, we'll start with you. You are our guest. Uh, favorite Marvel and DC and
2: Marvel, why? I think Marvel, I think. It, I think as a kid, it was the Hulk, but now as an adult watching movies, it's Thor now. Thor's. Kind of Thor's my favorite. your favorite and yeah. why? I think he's the actor. Like he plays plays him so well. Like yeah, I didn't read him. Like I read comics growing up, but I didn't read a whole lot of uh, of Thor stuff. Like, gotcha. My, 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 most of it was Spider Man or Star Trek or Godzilla or like Batman, Superman. But like it's just like is Christian it, Moore is, plays plays him so well. Okay, the character can start off very serious and then and then like my, my favorite Marvel movies, Ragnarok. Oh, Ragnarok and, and, is and, so like, good. Thor and the Hulk is just it's just it's awesome. Great. It's funny. It's the watch.
0: All right, so what about DC?
2: DC like. This, like batman has to be cuz like you're watching batman animated series is probably, probably like the best like cartoon like ever <laughs>
0: it's 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 amazing yeah, then, it's amazing
2: but it's for movie wise like they really haven't had any like great like live action movie like, 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 I remember the, the well
0: you don't have to worry about the movies we're just talking about in general just uh, like what's your favorite it's Batman DC, like, I think Batman.
2: He's, uh, he's just the most
0: he's probably the most popular choice he's he's, as the well. most,
2: he's the most interesting DC character I
0: think okay Jay what about you favorite Marvel and DC character and why
1: okay favorite Marvel is easily Captain America um, he's been my favorite Marvel for like a long long time he's just he's just cool you know he he's just a cool guy. Um, he's a cool cat. Yeah, he's he's got a he's 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 like he's like Superman because he's all uh justice and truth and faith or whatever, that kind of stuff, you know. And I don't know. Fighting
0: mean, the largest monster while taking care of the smallest person. Right.
1: And he 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 goes around with a shield. Like he doesn't need all these fan he goes around with a shield. He doesn't go with all these fancy weapons, big swords or anything. He's got a shield.
0: Hey, don't forget about Thor's hammer. Oh <laughs> that
1: was my so god. Good. Captain America yeah. is just like he just has that vibe, you know. He's just epic. All right, DC? Um uh either, I don't know. Okay, okay, okay. It's between 3. It's either Batman, The Flash, or Martian Manhunter. Ooh. Um, I forgot about Jean. Batman just cuz he's he's Batman. He's, you know, he's Batman. Um I like The Flash. He's he's just he's 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 he's, 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 he's always the one making jokes. He's always one of the funnier characters in the movies. <laughs> Um, and then Martian Manhunter is just, just cool. He's, he's, he does not he's, he's chill. You know, he doesn't very, he doesn't talk a whole bunch. And when he does, he's like really just quiet. He He's just, he like,
0: he's very ancient,
1: right? He just has that kind of vibe to him, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we didn't, we didn't talk about this, but, um, um, we'll give you my answer. And then I'll ask this last question. Um, so for me, Marvel favorite, um, really like, so Thor would be my number two. And I'm saying that because I just. Love Thor, and mainly more because of the movies. Um, Less comics, but it's the movies. But my favorite has to be Captain America. Um, As a kid, I loved Captain America, and there was something about him just having a shield and the way that he talked. I just really liked Captain America. Now, the movies, Captain America... Amazing. They're like my favorite Marvel I mean, again, he is just... uh, the, the character i'm forget i'm putting the actor aside even though the actor is a huge part of why i like captain yeah. america but just just to focus on the on the character captain america again he's that guy that will um uh, he will lay down his life to fight the biggest villain even though if he knows he will die in doing so yet at the same time he's going to help this, the small person um i love his heart i love in all the movies that you see him I just really love that character uh in the marvel movies his three films are some of my favorite films. I, I love all just has three of
1: those. The, like epic moments, like in Winter Soldier when he took down the whole jet. With the, oh my Remember gosh. that? He, oh,
0: how about Civil War at the end, his fight with Iron Man?
1: That, oh yeah, yeah, that was.
0: And I mean, he's holding his own against Iron Man, and then right at the end, he has the option to pretty much to kill finish off Iron Man. Iron Man, and he doesn't. And he just walks away, and he's about the team and bringing the team together. I just, I just love Iron Man um he's my favorite and Cap- then when, captain america. i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> captain america so my favorite thank you and then for dc um it's it's kind of a toss-up and i'm not sure who i like more and here's why um i absolutely love superman for the reason not that he's op but for the reason that he's that same he's that he's that gentle humble at heart individual um but he's there to fight the biggest wars as well as take care of the smallest needs. And I love that about Superman. It's very similar in the same qualities of why I like uh, Captain, Captain America, America so much. They're both very similar. Um, I, w- I And I do agree, Joe. Batman is, is arguably the most interesting of all of the uh, DC characters. Yeah. Um, really like Batman. Um, but he'd probably be a second to me. But he's just like, I mean they're almost neck and neck, but Superman number one, Batman number two, but that's, they're almost tied for me on that. So, um, last question on this and then we'll move on. And I'm just kind of curious, um, overall character lineup, in your opinion, who has the most interesting or, and, or most in, you know, enjoyable, your favorite character lineup, DC or Marvel when it comes to characters?
2: Well, honestly, this has changed recently because the, because of the cinematic universe Mm -hmm. for Marvel, but, like, they surpassed DC like, like in the 90s, early 2000s. DC was like the top dog; no one can beat them. But these last like 10, 15 years, like Marvel has surpassed them. Like because because the, the characters they they made them interesting. We've, we've seen them on TV. Like I think late, like it was like DC they had the best character lineup, but but, but that's because they had Superman and Batman, like pretty much the most popular characters out there. But these last 10, 15 years, Marvel has been raised their status, and I think right now they have the most interesting lineup.
0: I mean we don't have time to compare but if we were try if we were to compare and say all right like who are their their opposites on that other side so DC has Superman Marvel has who DC has Wonder Woman Marvel has well Marvel doesn't have anybody except for Captain uh, Captain, Captain Marvel is kinda, um, Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel who's who's new but yeah. still again I'll say it Captain Marvel her attitude which I know is was, is was supposed to be part of her character but she's kind of this cocky, cocky. Yeah. and Wonder Woman is so uh, so much humility.
1: Okay. Yeah. She, you.
0: That, oh, no, we're not, talking, we're not talking. about this right now. What? Say it. Say it. She
1: has to be like that. She was. She's an Amazon. She was created to be the best
0: in the world. To, to be. But perfect. But, she, but her attitude comes. Well, her attitude comes over though, still as humble. Yeah.
1: Because she's perfect.
0: <clears throat> okay. Um. So Jay, just on those two, what are your favorite lineups? Marvel or DC? Marvel. On characters, yes. So I have to say, my personal opinion is that DC, for me, has a great. If I, so, and this is, Joe, you made a great point because if what I'm looking at when I say DC is I'm looking at the Game DC anime asked. series yeah. that came out uh, early 2000s, like 2000, yeah. 2001. I'm looking at the DC animated and then DC, uh, and, uh, I'm sorry, Justice League and then Justice League Unlimited. Uh, that cast of characters, um, for me. I enjoy more than the standard cast of characters from Marvel but if I was to compare current what we see in the theaters yeah. you know the Avengers win by default yeah. I mean Hawkeye beats out let's not even talk about that that's depressing <laughs> that's just depressing
1: Hawkeye is not that bad
0: okay all right well that's enough about Marvel and DC I'm sure we'll talk more about it in the future but um yeah so that's our thoughts uh, I like to hear what you have to think you can write in again at hey dad at dad's gaming I'd like to Hear what you think on that. So uh, without further ado, let's move on to Indie Corner. Okay, so we're actually switching up Indie Corner. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've had this this frog in my throat all day in recording this episode. And I think it's because I almost stepped on five frogs Yeah, well, I was about yesterday. to say, was it
1: one of the ones in the backyard? Yeah,
0: yesterday or last night I was going out there to change the schedule in the pool. And, I, and it was I was surrounded by frogs. Dude, some of them were as big as my hand. I mean, just all of these frogs. What was going on? Um, We're going to change up Indie Corner slightly, and Jade and I were talking about this last week because um, the original goal of Indie Corner was to bring you good indie games that are on sale, and some weeks, there was was a lot of indie games on sale, but some that I'm just like, I don't want to recommend any of these. And so, it's still going to be focused on indie titles. Hopefully, still games that are on sale. Well, let me rephrase. They will still be games that are on sale, but they won't always be under that $5 mark because we were trying to find games that were under that $5 mark. And so, in looking at that, the first one we want to bring to you uh, today is Flat Heroes. Now, Flat Heroes uh, currently is nine, or it runs for $9.99. It's currently $1.99 on the Nintendo eShop. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to describe this game. So let me just read you what they wrote on Nintendo's main website on the eShop. It says, dodge, jump, and dash your way through hundreds of terrifying ge- terrifying geometric levels. And it says, is it too tough? Then bring your friends. Uh, you can play up to four players. So basically, you're this little cube, and you have to jump around the screen as all of these other elements and lines are being you know thrown at you and everything else um really fun gameplay i I sat down to play it the other day and i was like "Eh, i'll play a few levels and it's one of those games that i I found myself saying one more level one more level as they got harder one more level and then i was like okay too hard i'm done for the evening And i'm like ah, one more try one more try and then i've tried it for 15 times i'm like one more try and then i beat it i'm like okay one more level. <laughs> so it's yeah. one of those games that sucked me in really fast. I haven't had a chance to play this multiplayer yet, but I think I would really like it. But as it stands right now, this game is a solid um, 8 out of 10 for me. You can play this on, on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation, Xbox One, and Steam. So it's pretty much everywhere you want to play games. I would definitely check it out. It's called Flat Heroes. We will put links in the show notes. But I'm saying check it out, especially right now while it's on sale for, for $1.99, 2 bucks. You need to pick it up. Uh, the second game on the list is the Escapist, and this is the second version of the Escapist. And so, uh, this is a, it, to overly sum it up, so simply is a prison escape simulator. So you're in prison, and you're and you you've got to work your way through it. Very, very simple RPG elements, a lot of um, puzzle based. Um, and let me just read what it says right here. It says, "Risk it all to break out from the toughest prisons in the world." Explore the biggest prison yet with multiple floors, roofs, vents, underground tunnels. You have to live by the prison rules, attending to roll call, doing prison jobs, and following strict routines, all the while secretly engineering your bid for freedom. Your prison escape annex will take you from the frosty fort tundra to a train hurtling through the desert and even to the final frontier. Um, Really like this game. Uh, There was a game that came out years ago called Prison Architect that I really liked. It was all about... Uh, creating a prison and giving jobs and everything else and I really was into that game on PC I played it on Steam this is the opposite now you're living the prison life all while trying to plan your escape this is a really good game and so this is one that again it goes outside of our norm this game is normally 1999 but you can pick it up right now for 6.99 on the Nintendo eShop you can play it on switch PlayStation 4 Xbox one Steam and iOS this is a really good game and so um if you saw or played the escapist one and you liked it, but you felt like it was just missing something, they built upon that first one everything that was great about it, and they made the second one it's so much better. And so I would encourage everyone, um, check this game out while it's on sale. It's a really fun sim game. This is one of those games to where if you're playing a really deep game, like I was gonna say, Animal Crossing, <laughs> Animal Crossing just sucks up your time. If you're playing yeah. a deep game, like a deep RPG or something, or or, or a deep you know, first person shooter, and you need something that's that just breaks away from that, pick up this game. The Escape is two. It's a great game to. Uh, it changes the style. It changes everything because you're you're going into it differently. Um, it's definitely one of those indie gems that I think a lot of people either skim over or have missed, and you you need to pick this up. It's a great game. And then lastly, I'm going to talk about this War of Mine Complete Edition. This game is normally $40. So this is this is a big hitter right here. But right now on the eShop, on the Nintendo eShop is on sale for $13.20. So again, yeah. this goes with, you know, kind of our new focus with Indie Corner here. Um, and the reason I added it to the list is for twofold. One, this game rocks. This game is just amazing. It's, an, it's a deep game. Um, and you've got to play it. And you will lose, you know. Often, and you you'll you'll die and have to restart the game often, but you, the more you every time you die and, or, or not die, but every time the game is over, you have to and you restart it. You learn a little bit more, and it goes deeper. Um, really good story. Uh, I haven't. There's not many games that you play where without hours of character development, just like a few minutes into it, and they begin to talk to you, and you you really begin to feel for it. So, for example, this takes place in this apocalyptic time. And you're a lone survivor and you find other lone survivors and they come alongside you and you and you're in a house or factory or whatever else, everything's broken down, and then nighttime comes and you have to decide. You have to go out and, you know, find resources for your for your people. And you might break into a, a seemingly an abandoned house and you have to make the choice. Are you gonna, you know, steal the food from this house that you just broke into, or this house you just broke into, there's an elderly couple holding up. Now you've got people back at your own home that are sick and dying. So you have to make the choice right then, am I taking the food and medicine from this elderly couple, which means <laughs> you've already you're basically sentencing them to death to save your own, or do you or do you quietly walk away? And you think and you think, well, it's just a game. This game does a great job of really setting you in and man, these decisions are hard to make. They're really hard to make. And so you I don't know of a game that seemingly is so simple at the surface that has really deep uh, ramifications based on your de- decisions. And so It sounds fun. It's yeah. a really good game. It's now really this a good game. This game is rated M for mature. Um, you can get it on Switch, PlayStation, Xbox, Steam, iOS, Android. This game is everywhere. Um this game, like I said normally is priced at $40 on the eShop. I fully feel like this is a 40 to me the value. It's it's a $40 game. It's worth $40. So to be able to get it on sale for $13 on the eShop right now is a still, I, I think you need to again you need to buy this. We're not going to put games on Indie Corner that we don't fully endorse or that we think are just great. Um, and these these are three games, all three of these flat heroes. If you want a simple puzzle game to play with friends, it's a great game. The Escapist 2, great simulator. I like simulator type of games in general, and it and it lends itself perfectly to the Switch. And then this War of Mine Complete Edition. It'll play with your emotions and um, really good storytelling in here. Just a great game. So those are our three picks for Indie Corner. Um, Joe, have you played any of these?
2: No, but the, the War of Mine seems interesting to me. Uh, since it's all set, I might go ahead and pick it up. Yeah, try.
0: I think you should definitely pick it up. And then, um, Jay, anything on these? You've, you haven't played these, have you?
1: No, not those three. All right,
0: we, we need to play Flat Heroes together. I'm really liking that one.
1: sounds lots of fun.
0: Yeah. It, it It's rated M for Mature because there are some – there are some like some dark situations. Like um, sometimes people come to your house and you have to decide: Wait, are they trying to steal from you, or do they really need help? And you go out to help them, and then you find out they came in and they killed you know half your half of your your party, two or three people out of your house. And it's just wow. There's some there's some dark elements to this game, but man, the story it, it's gripping. It really is. I mean, I, I I would I think they could make a really good movie adaptation from this game. It's just really good. So. Um, but that's going to pretty much wrap up today's show. So thank you again so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Uh, remember, you can find everything that we talked about today on the show notes. Whatever podcast app you're listening to, be sure to follow us on Twitter at DadsGC as well as Facebook.com slash DadsGamingCorner. Drop us a line at dad at com. Um, our listener base is really growing right now, so I want to hear from you guys. You're listening. Take a moment. Write into us. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. Um, what do you think about Jaden's haircut? Just joking. You can't see us. Wait, You're what? just listening to us.
1: I didn't even get a haircut.
0: Yeah, I mean, I did, did, but it was a couple of weeks ago. You finally got a haircut. I know. Yeah, it felt It's exciting. It felt really nice. After months of no haircuts, we got a haircut. Yeah um drop us a line if you like the show please subscribe and leave us a good review on itunes spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast and as always if you'd like to help support the show financially you can do so via patreon at patreon.com slash dad's gaming corner we have uh, we're four episodes away from episode 25 and we're looking to do something really big something special at the 25 mark of the show and um i'm excited some of the ideas we've talked about. I'm excited to see what happens. So Joe, thank you again for coming on the show. It's always a pleasure having you.
2: Oh, you're welcome. Enjoy it again.
0: All right. So until next week, everybody, stay safe. Keep playing games. Have fun. We'll talk to y'all next week.